Hey, 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 what's going on, people? Welcome to All Things Nausea, creative solutions for creative people. For now, I'm just rambling on, but you still get a lot of gems, and it will be formatted pretty soon. But this is a testament to show you that we are in a universe of action. Action is the only thing that matters. Thinking about it, planning for it, mentioning you're going to do it, words, all of those are fun and great, but if action doesn't take place, it really didn't happen. Your mind is a very, 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 put that on repeat for about 10 more times, a very tricky place. You will convince yourself of things, that you're eating better, that you're you know, communicating better in your relationships, that you're building your business more just by actually thinking it and planning it, but you're not actually taking action and it's not actually happened. So you're living in a delusion on your own. So you have to be very careful of that. So creative solutions for creative people. I've, I've come up with this podcast to help the peeps, but it's your show. You're helping me. I'm helping you. So the, the motto is help me help you so I just ask what do you guys want me to talk about and get my insight on and today we have a topic by yes me tish it's on Instagram yes me underscore tish t-i-s-h and she asked about how do we believe in ourselves how do we gain more confidence we'll start with this that beliefs are cheap believing in god is not knowing god believing in god they'll have you think is faith i don't find that that's strong enough faith because beliefs can be changed someone tortures you long enough or convinces you long enough or you don't sleep for long enough and someone infiltrates you your beliefs can change. Now you might be saying, no, my beliefs won't change. I have a strong belief. Beliefs are not secure. They're fun, but knowing is the important part. You can believe on your way. You wanna get to a point of knowing. So when you know God, when you have faith that is more of a knowing and the knowing cannot be taught you see a lot of the beliefs that we have about ourselves and about things but we're concentrating on ourselves now are things that other people have told us that society has geared us to you should be this way parents spouses your own inner voice those are beliefs and they can change but most importantly just imagine that a big picture was poured into the top of your head of everyone else's beliefs and a societal belief of how a woman should act, what a woman should be, what's expected of black people, what's expected of white people, all of these expectations and beliefs. No knowings. A belief is something poured into you and you can subscribe to it or not. 
unknowing, K-N-O-W-I-N-G, unknowing, cannot be taken away from you, period. A belief can be taken away. A belief can be changed. A knowing cannot be taken away. Now, why am I talking about all of this? This is not a religious sermon or a podcast, but I was using that as an example. And that may or may not ruffle your feathers because of the word God and faith and belief and all this stuff is trigger points for people. And that's fine. I want to help to wake up. So, how do you believe in yourself? How do you gain more confidence? I'm only going to speak from personal experience. I'm going to talk about the two ways that have guaranteed built confidence within myself. And for all the confidence that you can see in me that you like, this is how I do it. And these are not impractical things or anything that I was born with. So you can achieve these as well by doing these two simple steps. So how to believe in yourself. The first one is stepping out of your comfort zone. If you want to believe in yourself, if you want to build confidence, and if you want to know you can do it, not think you can do it, not hope you can do it, not wish you can do it, not want to do it. I get DMs constantly. I wish I had a third of your confidence. You're so confident. I love your confidence. I wasn't born with this. I achieved this level of confidence and this level of gravitas, what everyone seems to be gravitated towards and like, by stepping out of my comfort zone. There was a period of my life, you know, two to three year period, I'm still doing now, but there was a two to three year chunk where every single thing that scared me to death I made a plan and I did it. So for instance, I was always scared to death to dance. I was scared to dance because scared to just express my body. Also, I grew up and was always around mostly black people. So I'd always be the only white person at clubs, the only white person at a Jamaican party, the only white person at a barbecue. And there'd always be a lot of riffs about, hmm, you know, she's dancing with our men or mm, white people can't dance. Oh, oh, well, let's like, let, let's look at her. Let's see what she could do. So I felt like the spotlight was always on me. Even now when I speak about it, my chest is getting tight. I'm like, oh, everyone's looking like, I don't want to, I don't, you know, I don't want to have to like show and prove I'm here. That's unproved, you know, like I don't. So I was always very, very nervous of that. And then I would go to the raves and I would want to dance, but I just, my body just couldn't do it. And there was a lot of physical and sexual trauma done to my body early on. So, you know, I wasn't connected to it. Why, why would I want to move it? So I would go to club after club after club and club and just move a little bit and, you know, but it really wouldn't dance. And it would really break down my confidence more because I would go there and say, I really want to dance but I didn't. So stepping out of your comfort zone, I was very deathly afraid beyond just regular stage fright to speak, to speak publicly, to speak one-on-one, just to speak period. And that had to do with, if you listen to another one of my podcasts about growing up in a household where speaking really wasn't allowed and violence was going to come 
if speaking happened, if I were to voice my opinion, if I were to share my needs or wants. So it was a different element of just being, oh, I'm scared and nervous to speak. There's all this stuff. But I wanted to break free from that. So I pushed myself and pushed myself and made myself do it. I stepped out of my comfort zone. I stepped out of my comfort zone in five or six other major areas. Now you might be asking, okay, well, you know, you have confidence, so that's why you're able to step in your comfort zone. No, I'm sharing with you, I had none. I knew that in order to build confidence and to show myself I could do the things that I wanted to, I had to do them. And let me let you know this. When you are on the other side, you look back and really chuckle with everything that I've done. Like, well, why was I so scared of that? Do you know what I mean? So when I'm on the other side of now dancing and whenever I dance, people always come up to me like, oh, I love your spirit. I could tell, you know, I love the way you dance. I just love, I mean, compliment after compliment after compliment. And I'm like, oh, and I was sitting on this. But when you're on the other side of it, you're like, well, what was so scary? And then you look back and you can't really remember what was so scary because you've done it. You're in the knowing zone. Oh, I know that it still gives me a little bit of anxiety, but I have done it. No one can take that away from me. That builds the utmost confidence. So if you're listening to this and you're saying, okay, well, how can I be more confident in my beauty services? How can I be more confident to set um, you know, a deposit and a cancellation fee to my clients? How can I be more confident in my overall self just to really believe in myself that I can do the things that I want to do you have to make a plan to actually gracefully and gently force yourself to do things now I was picking really major things things of expression of the body my voice body movement dancing um you know things like that so you're going to have to pull up every ounce of courage you have. And then it's also helpful because this is what I did is to look at other people who were in your same position. That's why I always like documentaries and autobiographies. I love to read about the people that we see now that are successful in doing all these grand things and seeing, you know, Kevin Alquan, the makeup artist, a couple Christmases he talked about, you know, living in a really tenement apartment in New York where it was Christmas day and the pipes were frozen um I don't know if he did or didn't pay his bill something like that but there was like frozen ice in the toilet and it wasn't you can't use it it wasn't flushable and he ate like you know cold peas out of a can those kind of things really inspire me to keep going and I hope that these kind of things that I'm doing inspires you to keep going so pulling every ounce of courage that you have And even if you feel like you only have a grain of sand, you got to strap that on and make yourself do the things. Look at someone like me and know you're making assumptions when you see me on TV, when you see me on stage, when you hear me on a podcast like this, when you see all my Instagram posts, you're making an assumption that somehow I came out of the womb and I was born with a gregarious talking spirit and wanting to share myself with everyone. It's not true. I'm actually paying for mentorship right now so that I could push myself out of my comfort zone to do these podcasts, 
push myself out of my comfort zone to be on camera more and do the videos for Instagram. And then the feedback that I get are things like, you made my day, you made my life. With your confidence, you you helped me to keep going. I was going to drop out of school, but I stayed in it. And it's like, wow, what if, what if I did not push myself to the knowing zone and I was still in the, um, you know, I can't do it or, or I believe I can do it one day. One day will not come. There is no tomorrow. There is only right now. So stepping out of your comfort zone, I'll give you a little homework assignment. What you can do is pick one thing, one major thing that you really want to have more confidence in. And you're going to have to write about it. You're going to have to write for three full minutes. No, I'm sorry, 10 full minutes, 10 full minutes. And don't let your pen come off the page and just write why it is that you want to do it. Why it is that you're scared? What do you think will happen if you do do it? What do you think will happen if you don't do it? These are things that I've done and it's called free writing. But the important part is for 10 full minutes, set the clock, have some quiet, don't be disturbed, no distractions and write. Even if you write, I don't know what to write, or I don't want to write anymore, or I keep writing the same thing, or oh, I forgot I have to get butter next week at the grocery store, never let the pen off the paper, because what you're doing is, within those 10 minutes, you're getting into your stream of conscience, and you're going to get to the nitty gritty of what's really behind your fear. You're going to think it's one thing, oh, I'm just nervous, I don't know, you know, but you're going to get to the point of something of really kind of realizing and coming to terms with things now i also have two classes that i came up with you know based on my own actions and helping other people um and one of them is how your perfectionism may be holding you back and how to heal it so there's a lot of lack of confidence in the illusion and delusion of perfectionism I also have another class about pricing, you know, how to build the confidence to be able to A, tell your clients, hey, prices are going up and I'm also implementing a cancellation fee, and B, how to deal with the verbal kung fu, which I call it, of them saying, well, why and how come and this. And I really teach you a couple statements of pure confidence that if you practice, it builds up your confidence. Raising your prices or setting policies and procedures in your salon is the easiest and quickest way to build confidence. Because you will be so nervous, you think you're going to lose all your clientele because I've taught this class to thousands of people, and it kills so many birds with one stone. A, you build confidence and learn how to speak to people. B, you gain your worth, which helps your confidence. C, you gain confidence learning that, oh, I can raise my prices. I can speak to my clients how I would want to and like a strong business person so if anyone's listening and you think you have problems with that you can dm me or find me on my website najanailguru.com and anyone that listens to the podcast I would give a good discount for those classes and they are all online so you could take them from anywhere uh, there's another one about marketing and building your elevator pitch show I build confidence all of my classes really build confidence I build confidence to show you how to easily speak about your business anytime and anywhere and one of those steps is building confidence and it's a very easy thing because I help you to step out of your comfort zone and be able to speak about yourself confidently these little tricks really help 
Okay, so that's stepping out of your comfort zone. That is a very, very, very helpful thing. So it shows you how to really build yourself. And take it from me. I was deathly scared of everything. Doing celebrities' nails, doing regular nails, doing anything, polishing. It was such an anxious uphill upheaval. But I'm on the other side now with the strength and the solidarity of pure confidence. No one can take anything away from me. Do you know that, you know, the Kanye West song, you know, whoa, wait till I get my money right. Can't tell me nothing. Now, my money is I, but I wouldn't say that it's completely right. But I'm, this, this isn't a talk about money this is a talk about confidence and it is true you can't tell me nothing that doesn't mean i'm not teachable but you can't tell me nothing about what i can and cannot achieve because i have come from the struggles of the bottom of the barrel and i am at the top of the barrel now and guess what i don't live in the mentality of struggle I'm willing and able and completely wanting to help others. I have a humble spirit because I have a true motto of, if I can do it, you can do it. Period. It's, I mean, it's true. Okay, so the other thing to help believe in yourself and build confidence is setting and achieving goals. And those go along with your stepping out of your comfort zone, right? You can set really big goals. I want to be able to not be deathly afraid to speak publicly. I want to not be afraid to dance. I want to be, you know, not afraid to express my joy and my creativity. Because all these things get squashed down. Setting and achieving goals. Start by setting and achieving very small goals. And this builds confidence in yourself. So for instance, if you want to start to eat healthier, or if you want to start to bring your lunch to work so that you're not running on empty fumes and then eat late at night, you know, don't eat in the morning, those kind of things. Because so many people, because I'm a home cooker, I don't care about restaurant food. Like I go once in a while because I love the creativity of chefs and I go to a real razzle dazzle place and see all the art they're doing. That's great. But on a regular basis, I hate restaurant food and I'm not going to any of these, you know, Crapplebee's, um, you know, chilies, all that kind of restaurant. That restaurant food to me is like, it's just not for me. I don't like it. There's no flavor to it. It's too salty. I don't feel the love in it. I can't do it. I'm a home cooker, home cooked person. So if you live in my area or travel or I'm traveling to a city near you, let me let you know something. I give it even exchange. You bring me a home cooked plate of food and I'll give you one of these classes that I talked about you know it's even swap I love home-cooked food so um, if you want to do something like that you want to start to bring your own food because I, I brought that up to say that a lot of people do come up to me oh I would love to cook for myself oh I want to cook more for me oh but it's so hard oh but it's so expensive oh but I can't do this oh 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 it's not true I'm gonna have to give you know the 101 of home cooking I cook 
all day one day on like Sunday and all day to me is like it takes three or four hours because I know how to cook and I know systems but there is a system you can cook for the week it's very it's 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 easy and it's easy to food shop and it's easy to do all this once you have a little plan so something like that if you and you don't even have to cook your own food if your goal is I want to eat better or I want to bring you know lunch and meals and snacks to my to my job you don't even have to cook you could just buy prepared things whatever it is have a plan one day for about an hour or two plan out your week okay Tuesday I go to work from this time Wednesday and here's all my things in the fridge I'm gonna put them in the bag and I'm gonna go this stuff didn't happen for me overnight took me like a six-year period to figure this out because I wasn't showing how to eat or do anything like that when I was younger so it took a long time for me but now I'm sharing that with you because now I'm on the other side I'm like you cannot tell me anything about me and the way I care for myself because I'm confident in that because I set a goal and I achieved it and sometimes when it takes you six years and a lot of trial and error and you you keep failing you can't do it but you keep at it that will build the most confidence it's about the willingness and the persistence willing to complete this goal and persistent okay it took a week great when you have something that takes even longer but you continue to try and you really achieve it and then you do it for a long time that builds the utmost confidence the other thing is accepting your applause within the small goals so if you have a goal that you want your nail service to take this amount of time or you're offering a new service and people are complimenting you and really enjoy it but you with your perfectionism inside that's why I came up with that class do not accept the applause and want to let them know all the things that are wrong with it well then that's taking away the gift of their compliment and it's helping you to realize that you didn't achieve your goal yet you didn't your goal wasn't I want to be able to do this nail service in this time and be absolutely perfect at it because who's to say when it's perfect you're gonna be in mood some days when you don't eat this thing won't be perfect but the other day when you had good sex in the morning and a good breakfast you're like ah this is perfect but it's the same exact thing so I wouldn't go along the judgment of feelings and perfect I would go along the judgments of are the clients rebooking are they coming back are they complimenting you and loving your service are they telling their friends about you and then step out of the way so achieving small goals really helps to build your confidence the reason why I appear so confident and that you may enjoy it is that I want it to achieve the goal of being able to speak and being able to speak without the onslaught of anxiety and feel like violence is going to happen and that would that has that still occurs a little bit there's still residual stuff of that but anytime I go out on stage or press a record button or sit in front of my ring lighting <laughs> any of that you know there's still a little pounding of that terror but guess what I have done it in the past and I continue to do it and that feeling will go completely away but at this point if I were to pass in the next 10 minutes that cannot be taken away and those are the real gems 
and the real riches and the real wealth of this life that all my nice shoes all my great friends all the accomplishments and accolades that I have with my career thus far and God willing I will have many more will not come along with me on my next soul ride they won't it will crumble like dust like nothing it's material however the things that have built me up the things that have built my spirit the things that have changed and transformed and grown in my soul they're coming with me i won't be nausea after after i'm out of this body but those accomplishments will come with my soul that will not have to be done again those bricks will not falter during any tsunami any earthquake any of that they cannot be destroyed they cannot be taken away so you may be listening to this and say well okay but then how do i you know how do i believe in myself i'm still very nervous i'm still really panicked i'm still this i'm scared i still am however like i said take whether you have a whole mountain full or just one little grain of courage and push yourself to do it knowing that when you get to the other side two things will happen one you'll be like oh that really wasn't that scary i like what two you will have built something that cannot be taken away the last thing i'll add on is that now that I'm thinking of this and I'm thinking about a lot of the people that come up to me and take my classes and are really beautiful souls and they have a nervous energy about them for doing certain things is I don't necessarily really see it in them. It's an overlay on them and maybe you can relate. Deep down, deep down, you know that you can do it. You honest, I can feel it in the pit of my stomach for myself and for you. You know you can do it. You know whatever it is that you want to be confident in, you know that you can do it. However, other people, either what they've told you in the past, their reactions in present day, or their opinions, you're worried about all of that. You know, we're always worried about shining too bright because we've been told over and over, oh, just, you know, Take what you could get, you know, I mean, only, t you know, don't take too much, all that kind of stuff. But look into that and see, do I really, really, really think that I can do it if I put all my heart and soul into it? Or am I nervous because my spouse, you know, will make fun of me or my family will think I'm crazy or my sister will be jealous? All of these kind of things those things have always been on me as well i didn't have the family unit so that helped me but it also hindered me because i never felt like i had a safe place or support system behind me everything that i've ever achieved up till this point and it will go into a different phase now but up until this point it was all for survival period 
so when people would compliment me and say oh you're doing so great you're doing this and oh my god you have a salon and you're doing all these celebrities and this i would really not be able to receive that compliment i i was like i I didn't even understand it i was like what are you talking about like i'm just trying to survive here i don't even get it like i'm not trying to do anything great i am just trying to survive but behind that is i wasn't going to let my light be put out and that's not all my doing yes i have some courage and some gumption but that's grace that is the grace of god working through me and if god is a you know sore subject or buzzword for you okay truth that's the truth that's mother nature that's the universe whatever it is working through me but it's grace so i hope that this sparked something in you i hope that it helped um I like my ramblings. I I see that they help people come to me. And with my mentorship, these will be more and more structured how my perfectionism would like them. (laughs) 